Washington coming to you live from out of Atlanta, Georgia. We want to welcome you back to the Promise of Our Father podcast. We're going to continue where we left off at in, in Series 2, Episode 10. Series 2, Episode 10. We're going to do Series 2, Episode 11, and it's just going to connect us back to where we left off at. I just want to thank all my Spiritual Cuts leaders out there for such a great job that they're doing spreading the gospel of the kingdom of God because God is doing something new in the earth with the people of God that wants to know who God truly is. God says in his word in Habakkuk 1 verse 5, he says, in these days, in in your days, my brothers and sisters, I'm going to work a work. And even if it was told you, you would not believe it. So the words of eternal life, when you speak that in these people hearing, it is just fulfilling the prophecy of what God gave Habakkuk way back then. In Habakkuk chapter 1 verse 5, I'm a work of work, eh, glory. Huh? And even if it was declared to you. So if we are making a declaration today about the words of eternal life, Peter told the Spirit of Christ, he says, you have the words of eternal life. God said to me to let you know he got the words of eternal life. So when God, when Christ spoke to Peter and Peter told him that would that respond, Christ looked at his other disciples and just let them go about their business. That's in John 666. I told you the other day, you got to watch out for that 666 thing. So in John 666, and when Christ was teaching in John chapter 6, I am the bread of life in John 648. And then if you move up a little bit, he says, I am taught huh, and learned by God. And I want you to know I am the bread of life. And if you eat of this bread, this living bread, not like your father's them, not like my mother them, not like my daddy them, not like my cousin them, not like my brother them, them, but I want you to know if you eat of this bread, huh? Not like your fathers that was in the wilderness and are dead. But if, if you eat of this bread, huh? You should live forever and not die. I want you to know, my brothers and sisters, this is the word. He says, I'm working a work in the ministry of spiritual cuts. I'm working a work in the ministry of the podcast, huh? The promise of our father. He says, I'm going to work a work today. Yeah, glory, huh? Even if it was declared to the people of God, some of you won't even believe it. He says, if you search the scriptures, uh, you might think you have eternal life. And these are they that testify of my son Christ. These are they that testify that they've been born again of God. Huh? These are they that has the testimony of God from out of 1 John chapter 5 verse 11 through 13. He said that you may know through my testimony as God that I have given you eternal life. Come on. So, my brothers and sisters, we're going to continue where we left off, and we just actually continue to pray for the ministry. And as we grow in leaps and bounds, and we continue to do the work of the ministry and edify the body of Christ, we ask that you continue to follow along. And if you don't like it, pass it on. 
and give it to someone else and just do God a favor by just letting you, you know, if you don't want it, that's fine. Let somebody else here and say, hey, man, what you think of this here? Hey, uh, 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 ma'am, what you think of this here? Listen to this and tell me what you believe. So therefore, my brother, we are breaking down the walls of separation. So you got to watch them walls of separation because the blood of Christ and the blood of Jesus and the blood of God, these bloods breaking down the walls of separation. And without Father, do my brother, let me get down into it. We're going to do series two, episode 11. So, therefore, we're going to pick up where we left off, but I'm going to go back and I'm going to read my scriptures again. You know, I'm coming from out of John 19. See, because as the Father has sent me, I also send you. So, let's read in John 20, verse 19. Then, the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, where the disciples was assembled, for the fear of the Jews, Christ came and stood in the midst, and he said to them, Peace be with you. When Christ had said this, he showed them his hands, and he showed them his feet, and he showed them his side. Then the disciples was glad when they saw the Lord. So Christ said to them again, Peace be with you. Now I want you to understand this. When he said, Peace be with you, he was really saying immortality. I'm giving you immortality. Because in, 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 in Romans chapter 8, he says, uh, in, in Romans chapter 8, verse 6, he says that uh, um, to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace is eternal life. To be spiritually minded is eternal life and peace. But what it really means is to be spiritually minded is to be is to is to have eternal life and immortality. Eternal life and immortality when your mind is in the spirit of Christ through the knowledge of God. I glory. So therefore I want you to understand he said, peace be with you. He says be he says peace be with you because he says immortality be with you. Huh? And then look what he did. And when Christ had said this, he breathed on them immortality. He breathed on them the Holy Spirit so that the body can be transformed into immortality. Hey, glory. I got to get out of there. I want to talk a little bit about it. As the Father sent me, I also send you. But I want you to know that that's what it's all about. But I want to talk to you about again in the same as the Father sent me, I send you. I want to talk to you about the new tomb. The first miracle in the new tomb, part three. Hey, the first miracle in the new tomb, part three. So my brothers, by the time I get to where I'm going, I want you to realize that God is doing something new. So we're going to pick it up from where we left off, but I'm going to take a shortcut because I'm going to jump in the middle of where we left off. And I'm going to kind of, you're going to kind of hear some things I said before, but this just to tie you into where we left off at so you can connect where we at when we are going, where we at and where we are going. Amen. So now, my brothers, let's see. We found out in the last episode that, that we need to understand and know what God made when he made a male and a female. 
So when he made a male and a female in Genesis 1.27, it wasn't the same making that he made in Genesis 1.26. So let's find out in 1.26 when he made when he made something in Genesis 1.26, he created something in Genesis 1.27. So when you realize those two entities was two makings and creations of God, you're going to realize that God was making his creation all the time as he did in Genesis as he created the heavens and the earth in Genesis 1-1. So now let's get with it. So therefore, and furthermore, huh? in Genesis 1-26, this was his two sons. The word of Christ and the Holy Spirit is what God made in his image. And in his likeness, or in his image, and after our likeness, so the owl that he was talking about was his two sons, our son to the Holy Spirit, our son Christ. So our image that God made, our end, was out of the our image of God as in Christ. Our image that God was making in our likeness was the our image in the Holy Spirit as his son. So now, my brothers and sisters, we have to understand understand now this is important because this is going to get us to understand about the two the two bodies that came through the doors that was shut when you began to start reciting and understanding and proceed forward from out of what god is proceeding forward inside of you you're going to begin to start Spilling the words of eternal life to your to, to your constituents. So my brothers and sisters, now watch this here. So now God made the heavens and the earth in the beginning in Genesis 1-1. And then in Genesis 1-26, he made his two sons, which was the word or Christ and the Holy Spirit is what God made in his image and in his likeness from out of Genesis 1-1. When he created the heavens and the earth from out of Genesis 1-1, but in Genesis, Genesis 1-27, God created his spirit as a man. In his own image, that's the part that gets me, in his own image, that was the image of God as his spirit, as a male and a female, because he created the image of his spirit as a man, and he made a man, after he made a man, he made this man, he put in his spirit as a male and a female. God created, he them. So he made a man in his image, and then he made a male and a female and put it in that man as his spirit. Come on. So now, in the image of God, yeah, God took his seed that was in his own image according to his spirit and put his image in the bodies of the two sons. So the bodies of the two sons received the image of God that was made up or had the making of or had the DNA of a male and a female in it. So when he put it inside his two sons that he made from the heavens and the earth, the celestial and the terrestrial, which is Christ and the Holy Spirit. And as I told you earlier, that the Holy Spirit 
had flesh before it became flesh. And Christ had flesh before he came as the bread of life, which is my flesh, my body. So he explained these things in John 6, but he was telling us these things in Genesis 1-1 and 1-26 and 27. So now, my brothers, we got to realize that Christ as the word and the Holy Spirit was bearing witness with God. And when he put his own image as a male and a female in these two bodies, after God made the two bodies of his two sons, who is Christ and the Holy Spirit, which makes these three bear witness in heaven, the Father, Christ, and the Holy Spirit, they are one. Huh? Y'all hear what I'm saying? They are one. Christ and the Holy Spirit, who bear witness with the Father, huh? These three are one. And the Father, two sons, who is Christ and the Holy Spirit, huh? Are one with the Father, who is God, that it was, that it was, and that it is all right. When they said, we are one, Father. So whatever you want to do is all right, and it is, and it was all right with us. Because we are one, Daddy. We are one, Father. So if you want to pick your spirit that you made a man out of and put a male and a female DNA in the man that you made out of your spirit, hey, in your own image and in your own likeness, it's all right if you do that with us, Father, all righteous Father, to put yourself inside of us as your two sons, Christ and the Holy Spirit. That man, the man that you created in your own image from out of your own spirit, and created from out of your own self. It's all right with us, Father, to make us, your two sons, become one with you. Father from a body, that is made without hands. We'll be able to produce a male and a female. We'll be able to be to produce a male and a female from this body. Glory in the body as a male, when it come out as a father, you're gonna produce yeah, your own image as a father. When a male produce a man, when a male produce a child, and as a female, it's gonna be in your own image because it's your seed that you had way in the beginning that you made out of your own. Spirit, I got to get out of that, my brothers and sisters. He says, I'm the one that caused the production of a body as a male and a female. I don't care how much you think you got a boy inside of you as a female or a woman being pregnant. I don't care how much you think you got a, 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 a male inside of you as a woman being pregnant. He says, but I'm the one. Give the seed, hey, as I pleaded, a body that is made without hands. Now we find out a child before it is born actually is the body of God that is in his image, whether it's a male or female or whether it's twins. Even if it's twin boys or twin girls or they might be a boy and a girl. He says, I am still their image. 
They are my seed. And they was produced from out of a body that was made without hands out of my own image. Hey, glory, I got to get out of that. You got to be kidding me, my brothers and sisters. So in essence, God made his two sons bodies, who is Christ and the Holy Spirit, as one body, as God. Now we have the Father, the Word which is Christ and the Holy Spirit that is bearing witness with the Father in heaven that God created and made on the sixth day in his own image and his own likeness as a male and a female from out of his own spirit that God made. Hey, watch this here, without hands. Huh? How do we know that to be true? We talked about this a little bit in the I'm just I'm just rehashing, my brothers and sisters, so you got to watch out. All I'm doing is rehashing. So I want you to know, my brothers and sisters, that God is giving us something that we should have been had since we've been in the Word studying it. So in John 4, 23 and 24, he says, But hey, the hour is coming, and now is, when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father is seeking for such to worship him. God is spirit. Uh-oh. So when God created man in his own image, and in the image of God, he created a male and a female that was in his own image. It was a spirit that had flesh. Let me say that again. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship him in spirit. Spirit and in truth. You can't worship God in the flesh because you cannot please God in the flesh according to Romans 8, verse 8. But in Romans 8, 8 plus 8 and 8, Romans 8, verse 9 says, But you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit and the image of God, in his own image as a male or female. I want you to know that God says, You are him. You are him. As, uh, as his son, you are him. As his daughter, you are the sons and the daughters of God. This is how we know God created a man in his own image. And this man had the image of God as a male and a female that was birthed from out of God's spirit. And this, and, his, and he took his body, and this body, this flesh of God, this spirit of God, this blood of God, his bones, and he put it in his two bodies, God blood, God body, God flesh, God bones, God spirit, and he placed it as a female and a male, all congealed in one body into the body of his two sons, who, who is Christ and the Holy Spirit. He made in his own image, according to their likeness, on the sixth day, he made these three bodies out of one that he created and made on the sixth day from a body that was made without hands from the heavens and the earth. Or from the celestial or the terrestrial body from out of Genesis 1 1. And then God, hey, look what he did. He said, Man, look, 
I'm going to rest a little bit right now, my brothers and sisters. He rested on the seventh day after he created and made a body from the fullness of the Godhead without hands. From the fullness of the Godhead without hands. How do we know this to be true? Because in the fullness of the Godhead, we are complete in him. Through who? Christ. We are complete in him. Through who? Christ and the body of the Holy Spirit. We are complete. So to make us complete, we have to go back to the beginning where the completion of the where the completion of the body was made in Genesis 1.26 and Genesis 1.27 and Genesis 1.1 where the body was made. So let's like let's take a look, a sneak peek at how God made these bodies. Glory in 2 Corinthians 5, verse 1. For we know that if our earthly house, this tent, is destroyed, we have a building of God. Glory, thank you. A house from God, a tabernacle from God that is made without hands from the eternal in heaven. Oh, my God, from the eternals in heaven. So the eternal body that is made without hands is the two bodies that came through the doors that were shut. Is the two bloods that came through the doors that were shut as one body because Christ took two bodies and reconciled it and Christ took two bloods and reconcile it back unto God. Hey, we about to get into that portion. That's what this is going to be all about in the episode we're in right now. My brothers, I'm all excited because we got a body that's made with our hands. How many times you've been taught or even it been mentioned to you that you are operating from out of a body. This is the reason you're not in the flesh, because you're in the spirit. If you learn how to walk in the spirit and not in the flesh, you're going to operate in God. Yeah, I got to get out of that. For we know this earthly house. This earthly house is the, is the house that was made from the dust of the ground. That's the earthly house. In Genesis 2, 7, when the Lord God made a, made a man from the dust of the ground, that's the earthly house because that body came from the ground and the ground came from the earth. So the dust and the ground came from the earth when the earth was contaminated. So when God said, huh, don't eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, he couldn't have been talking to the two bodies. That was his son, Christ. The two bodies. That was the Son, the Holy Spirit. He couldn't have been talking to them when he was talking to Adam in the body that was made from the dust of the ground. He was talking to the body that was made from the dust of the ground that was named Adam. But the Adam body always had two bodies in it. The Holy Spirit and the Spirit of Christ, the body of Christ. Adam's body always had four bodies in it. Let me say that again. The Holy Spirit and Christ. Adam's body always had four bodies. The Holy Spirit and the and the body of Christ. The body of the Holy Spirit he made from the terrestrial, from out of Genesis 1-1. And the body, watch this here, that he made from the celestial, from out of the heavens. But hold up. I said fold as just two. So now watch this here. Therefore, and furthermore, when God made a male and a female, 
out of his own image. He put that body and made one body. So now you got the body of the Holy Spirit, the body of Christ, and you got the body of a male, the body of a female. Uh-oh, watch this here. And now you got the body of God. So therefore, and furthermore, but since the two bodies of a male and a female is in the one body with God, you got three bodies in two. You got three bodies in one because God made the three bodies out of a one body so that the body that is one could be his body. So now the image of God is being displayed as a male and a female to be God. Hey, glory. You're going to get to the end of this and you're going to see what I'm saying when I'm saying, huh? So now we got these bodies all in one place. Now when Christ, when Christ made the, the body from the dust of the ground, my brothers and sisters, he was using his body that was made with our hands in 2 Corinthians 5, 11, 5, 1, excuse me. Although this earthly body, this tent might be destroyed. That body was destroyed before he even got started. Because the earth, the body that came from the earth was already in contamination. So when Christ was teaching and Christ was telling Adam in Genesis 2, 14, 15, and 16, and 17, just read it. And we was telling him, look here, you can, you can eat freely from all the trees that is out there. But the tree from the knowledge of good and evil, he said, you cannot eat from that. But he wasn't talking to the two bodies. He was talking to the body that was made from the dust of the ground. Because the body that was made from the dust of the ground had the, a portion of the earth in it. And if the earth was contaminated, the only person that had the knowledge of good and evil was the earth that God created the dust of the ground from, that the Lord God, not God, the Lord God made from the dust of the ground or Christ made from the dust of the ground because I want you to know on the seventh day, God was resting and the body that was made from the dust of the ground was made on the seventh day. So when Christ made the body from the dust of the ground, he was making the body from the earth that was contaminated. So now we got a body that was contaminated, but God put his spirit in that body as one body through his spirit and through his two sons, the body of himself, the body as a female and a male, and the body of Christ and the body of the Holy Spirit is all congealed in this one body. So when he became a living soul, he became the body of God. But long as he breathed in him the breath of life, he had life in him and he was just Adam from the dust. He was just Adam from the ground. He was just Adam from the earth. But when he breathed the breath of life that God made him in the image of in his own image as a male and a female he breathed himself as Christ he breathed himself as the Holy Spirit he breathed God as God as spirit and he breathed God as the female and the male all that was in the body that was made from the dust of the ground so now when you read 2 Corinthians 5.1 he says now we know if this earthly house huh this tent is destroyed so the tent was destroyed before it was even destroyed. Therefore, and furthermore, my brothers, therefore, he put something in that body to preserve it for his own image and his own likeness because he wanted himself to be in the earth as God. So now we have a body that's made without hands that we are operating from off of, of out of. 
and we can't proceed because we do too many things or we are tied in too many things of the earth, of the world. We have the corner mind and the worldly mind, and we have tied that into and tried to put it in God's mind. And it just don't mix. It's like all in water. So for we know that if this earthly house, this tent, is destroyed, we have a building from God, a house from God that is not made with hands. Man, you got to be kidding me. This stuff here is real, brothers and sisters. If you're listening to this, you ought to be jumping up and down in your spirit just like I am. We have scriptures to back up why we believe that tomorrow's tomorrow's promise and we all don't have to die. And why we believe and know in our hearts that God promised us eternal life. So, my brothers, now we clearly see that God created man, created and made a body without hands on the sixth day from out of his own, from out of his son Christ and his son, the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit, huh? was not named Jesus in the beginning. The Holy Spirit name was the word of the Holy Spirit. In John 1.1, we see in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Now we have a body that's made without hands that God created on the sixth day by God from out of his spirit and his son Christ and his son, the Holy Spirit. Hmm? And this body has a male and a female in it. So when Adam was laid, to, when, 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 when when go back to Genesis, when Adam was put to rest in Genesis 2, 24, 23, 24, when, God, when the Lord God put Adam in a deep sleep and he slept. See, the corner mind couldn't perceive what the Spirit of God was about to do because God was about to birth. The Lord God, Christ, was about to birth the church for God because, remember, God is still resting. So now watch this hymn. So when he put him in a deep sleep, and the Bible says, and he slept. So he put him in a deep sleep, and he slept, and he pulled out a reel, and he called it a woman, but he pulled out a reel, and he called it the church, and he pulled out a reel, and he pulled, he pulled out a reel, and he pulled out the Spirit of God, and he pulled out a reel, and he pulled out the image of God, and he pulled out a reel, and he pulled out the likeness of God. When he pulled out a reel, he pulled out the church, so the church, when he come back forward, should look like God's image and God's likeness whether it's a male or a female. My brothers and sisters, I want you to know, so when he said this is bones of my bones and flesh of my flesh, it wasn't the bones of Adam from the earth. It was the bones and the flesh of God from the spirit because God is spirit and he has flesh and God is spirit and he has blood and God is spirit and he has glory and God is spirit. My brothers and sisters, and he has God as God being himself. That glory. My brothers, you got to get me out of this hill because I don't know how you got to tie me up because I'm about to run around in my own house, huh? in my office up here. I'm telling you, looking out the window down here, down in Atlanta, Georgia, it's so beautiful. God has made everything beautiful for himself. Thank you, Father, for letting me be a part of your beautification. <laughs> so my brothers in John 1 1, we see that in the beginning, the word that was word, the word that was the Holy Spirit was not named Jesus. It was named Jesus after it was made flesh back in the word. When the word became flesh, 
But the word, the Holy Spirit, always had flesh before it became. Christ always had flesh before it became. God always had flesh because how we know that God had flesh? God had flesh because in the beginning, in Genesis 1-1, it says, And God created the heavens and the earth, where the earth is flesh, and we are made from the flesh of the earth. It was already in God, so God had to be flesh or have flesh before he produced it. That's how we know God had flesh. How did we know God had bones? It had to have bones if God, oh my God, I got to get out of here. God had bones and flesh, huh? Just like he did when he came through the doors that was shut. He said, a spirit hey, does not have flesh and bones as you see me have. Because all flesh ain't the same flesh. There's a different flesh of God. And there's a different flesh of Christ. And there's a different flesh of Jesus. There's a different flesh of an animal. There's a different flesh of a fish. There's a different flesh of a bird. There's a different flesh in you. Because God created you out of his flesh, bones of my bones, huh? flesh of my flesh. He says, I created you. I to believe that I have given you eternal life. Not man. Man put you in the flesh. I take you out of the flesh. But the flesh I take you out of, I put you in what I am as flesh. Come on. I got to get out of all this here, my brothers and sisters. Y'all going to make me, you going to persuade me to be a Christian today. <laughs> Boy, y'all got to get me out of here. Y'all got to get me out of here. My brothers and sisters, let's see if we can tie and connect all this back together. Let's go back to Genesis. Let's go back to, excuse me, let's go back to John chapter 20. And we're going to do a recount again. Now, Mary Magdalene is talking with the two angels first. Who is Moses and Elijah? The same two who is in Luke 9, 29, 31, and talked to Jesus about his death at the cross. So we back in John, verse 17, 18, somewhere around there. I want you to realize, now we have the body, the, f the flesh, the bones, and the blood of Christ, the flesh, the body, the bones, and the blood of the Holy Spirit. We have the water and the blood of Jesus. We have the body of Jesus that Joseph of Amathea and Nicodemus has prepared for the tomb. And apparently we have the two angels that are witnessing everything. But there's a spiritual ceremony has to take place during this process within these 72 hours before Christ appeared in the body of Jesus with the blood of Jesus to present it to God. Oh, we finna go somewhere else now, brothers. Hold on to your seat, because here we go. Let's revisit Hebrews chapter 9, verse 11 and 12. Hebrews 9, 11 and 12 says, But Christ came as the high priest of the good things to come, with the greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made without hands, or in other words, the body that was made without hands from the, from the, from the heavens, that is, not of this creation. So now Christ is in a place where the more perfect tabernacle is being displayed. If there be another one, hey, God made the same better, another one again. 
So he's now about to perform something so miraculous. Let me read that again. But Christ came as the high priest of the house of God for the good things to come after the order of Melchizedek with the greater and more perfect tabernacle. So something is perfect about Christ being in the tomb. Huh? Whatever, whenever he come out from up that tomb in them 72 hours, he's going to be another man hey, in the same vessel as another. Oh, my God. He took the same vessel that was born in the hands of the power. And he says a more perfect, huh? A more perfect body. A more perfect tabernacle, not made without hands, or in other words, the body that was made without hands from the heavens, that is, not of this creation. Hebrews 9, 12 says, not with the blood of goats and calves, but with his own blood and glory. He entered the most holy place once for all, having a eternal redemption and glory see we are waiting for the redemption of our body when you read in Romans chapter 8 verse 21, 22 and 23 and 21 we are waiting for the act the redemption of our body see when you are waiting on the redemption of the eternal body you are waiting on what he's speaking on right here so now my brothers not with the blood of goats and the blood of calves but with his own blood hey hold up I just mentioned that the blood of Jesus was in the in the in the tomb too. So we got the blood and the water, the water and the blood of Jesus in the tomb. We got the body of Jesus. We got the body of Christ. We got the body of the Holy Spirit. And all these are in the tomb. You got Moses as a witness. You got Elijah as a witness, as the two angels. You got all this. Is gone. But you got the high priest of the house of God after the order of Melchizedek's performing the ceremony. So we are actually about to get into a place where you got to pay attention, my brothers and sisters, having obtained eternal. Let me read verse 12 again. Let me read verse 11, Hebrews 9, 11, because by the time I'm going to get up and get out of all this here. But Christ came as the high priest of the good things to come with the greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made without hands. Hmm? Huh? Or in other words, a body that was made without hands, or made with hands. I say made without hands. Made with hands. A more particular, a perfect tabernacle, not made with hands. Or in other words, the body that was made without hands from the heavens, that is, not of this creation. Not with the blood of goats and the blood of an animal or the blood of calf, but with his own blood. This is so vitally important. How do Christ get his blood to be his own blood? When you have the blood that was crying out at the cross that he promised to go pick back up or come back for again and bring him to himself. So when Christ got the water and the blood at the cross that cried out with a loud voice and Christ left the tomb and went and got the blood and brought the blood, the water and the blood back into the tomb. He's now when he came back to present it to God. It has become his own blood. So something had to take place for the blood and the water to become Christ's own. See, them that blood agreed 
with the spirit of truth. Huh? There are three that bear witness in earth. The spirit of truth, the water, and the blood. They had to agree as one. But now we are seeing Christ is presenting his own blood. So if he went and got Jesus' blood and Jesus' water and brought it in the crowd, brought it in the new tomb, how in the heck his blood became his own blood from out of Jesus? Oh, but y'all got to stay tuned. Have an obtained. Huh? Not with the blood of goats and calves, but with his own blood, he entered the most holy place once for all, having obtained eternal redemption. Come on, let's tie and connect this to Ephesians chapter 2, 13. Ephesians chapter 2, 13. My brothers, I pray that you're taking these notes and taking these scriptures down because when you go back and see all this with God is tying together, you're going to say, my God, my God, I have been forsaken you. <laughs> I've been forsaken in you, God. But he's going to say, my daughter, my son, here I am. I'm well pleased that you didn't stay like that. So now let's go to Ephesians chapter 2, verse 13. But now in Christ Jesus, you who once was afar off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. Come on. For Christ himself is our peace, who had made both bloods, the blood of himself and the blood of Jesus, both one blood. Come on. So now we see, and, and when we see, not with the blood of animals and goats, but with his own blood. So now we see in Ephesians how his own blood become one blood. Now, because, but, but now in Christ Jesus, who once was, a, when we once was a far off, have been brought near by the blood of Christ. For Christ himself is our peace. Christ himself is our immortality. Remember he breathed on them and he says, peace be with you. Christ is now our immortality. So who had made both bloods, the blood of himself and the blood and the water of Jesus, one blood, come on, and broke down the middle wall of separation, having abolished death in his flesh, which is the enemy, that is the law of commandments or the law of sin and death that is contained in ordinance so as to create in himself. As Christ, one new man from the tomb, the blood, from the tomb, blood. So therefore, from the two bloods, God and Christ made one new man that came through the doors that were shut. Remember, I had a series on the two bodies that came through the doors that were shut. So now you see the two bodies was made one because of the blood. The blood of God, the blood of Jesus, the blood of Christ. Because Christ and God's blood is not the same blood as Jesus' blood. So, but he took Jesus' water and blood and he made it out of his blood and God's and made it out of one man. Because the life of the flesh is in the blood. And he needs the blood of Jesus to be an atonement on the altar. But he needs the blood of himself and God to change our souls. 
and that Christ might reconcile us through the blood of himself as Christ and the blood of Jesus, both bloods to God in one body through the cross, therefore putting to death the last enemy who will be destroyed in 1 Corinthians, the last enemy who will be destroyed in 1 Corinthians 15, 26, the last enemy who will be destroyed in 1 Corinthians 15, 26, the last enemy. And in Luke 10, verse 18 and 19, he saw Satan fall out of sky, out the sky like lightning. But he gave us power over, he gave us authority over the scorpion, the serpent. But he gave us all the power over the enemy, all of it. And the last enemy to be destroyed is death. And that Christ might reconcile us. The blood of himself as Christ, the blood and the water of Jesus, both bloods to God in one body that came through the doors that were shut. Ah, glory. The doors that were shut. Therefore, put into death the last enemy to be destroyed. I have said this once before in your hearing. And it is worth speaking in your hearing again. The blood of God and the blood of Christ is not the same blood of Jesus. It's not the same water and blood. It's not the same as the water and the blood of Jesus. We will continue rightly dividing the word of truth and find out how the blood of God and the blood of Christ is different from the water and the blood of Jesus. During the 72 hours, Christ and the Holy Spirit and the water and the blood of Jesus that Christ revealed, recovered at the foot of the cross where the blood of Jesus cried out from the ground and the, the blood of the water and the blood of Jesus spoke to Christ with a loud voice while he was in the tomb and along with the body of Jesus as the Lamb of God is having a ceremony in the tomb because Christ is now the high priest of the house of God in the tomb according to the order of Melchizedek and he have to prepare the water and the blood of the body of Jesus and present it to God along with his own blood. My brothers and sisters, I'm going to stop right there because I want you to get excited about where you're at now. So therefore, I'm going to come back and rehash and I'm going to start again on the next episode, which is episode 12. This is episode 11. I want you to get excited and get something from out of where I'm at. I want to keep them short the best way I can and every time or every chance I can. So I just want to thank God. This is Pastor D. Washington coming to you live from out of Atlanta, Georgia. The blood of God, the blood of Christ. Out of one blood, he has made himself known. This is Pastor D. Washington coming to you live from out of Atlanta, Georgia. My brothers and sisters, I pray that you continue to pray for us as the spiritual culture ministry here and continue to ask God to allow, allow for us to go grow by leaps and bounds. I pray that you listen to these podcasts and follow us because we are giving you something that has never been given before in the time of history because God is doing a new thing in the earth, not with us, but with his word. The word is finally going forward according to how God wants it to be manifested. So 
So God is blessing us. So we're going to continue to pray for you. You continue to pray for us. And we thank you for listening and pass these messages along to others so that they can hear with the power and the anointing of God. This is Pastor D. Washington coming to you live. You can go on Amazon.com. We have a book out there that you can go, The Promise of Our Father and Who Has Believed Our uh, Report. It's a red book. So if you see a red book and my name is on it, Pastor D. Washington, that's the book. Just purchase the book and it's coincide with the teaching. My brothers, this thing is going to another dimension and another place in God. We pray that you continue to be blessed by us, to be blessed by God according to the words of eternal life. We pray forever for you. You can also reach us uh, on our hotline at 678-764-1614-678-764-1614. That's our hotline. But check this out. You can, you can, you can email us at P-A-S-T-O-R-D-W at yahoo.com. P-A-S-T-O-R. DW at yahoo.com. This is Pastor D. Washington huh, coming to you live from out of Atlanta, Atlanta, Georgia. Give us some feedback and may God bless you and your family. Fire. Amen.